0: what's up everyone out there and welcome back to cork stats powered by the mayo media net on youtube presented by jock market the brand new daily fantasy app merging wall street with main street with 161st street and we all loving every bit of it getting paid like every single day me you the cork stats crew download that app jock market it's free they're going to match the first 100 bucks for free. And if it's free, it's for me. Every day we're bringing you the three pillars of profit here on the Mayo Media Net. That's Daily, DFS, and Jock Market. We're going to get into fantasy every day I try to do something a little bit different. On Wednesday, we take a look at some advanced statistical leaderboards and maybe look for some names you might not be privy to. You know, as the landscape is changing, always got to keep the head on a swivel to be the tip of of the spear and then of course we're going to wrap it up with some bets i give you a first look parlay every single day and then you know again this show is just the first brick in the building if you're going to go all the way up to the sky you got to have a strong foundation and that's what this show is getting you ready for the baseball landscape every single day here on youtube or you can download the audio only pod rate review and subscribe to that bad boy getting you ready for the whole thing then just follow along on twitter mlb moving averages I also have a Patreon page we don't worry about the dirty P word it's free Treon follow Treon just get with me Treon because we're doing all custom write-ups I run the Algo you get risk management parlays it's literally every single thing you could think of chimichangas bags of chips and whatever else you like to snack on let's get into the first pillar of profit today we'll be looking at some stacks the best way to do that is to try and identify handed splits you know it's early in the day lineups are not out yet we may even have pitching changes which is why you really want to stay tuned with us all day we're getting you ready keeping the pockets fat the lights on and the kids fed let's see first up stack we got yeah say Kikuchi pitching for the Blue Jays against my Yankees man my Yankees are playing so well it's really becoming almost uncomfortable to back them but they look great everybody's pitching but the Yankees are hitting Kikuchi last two years I like to use pitching stats that go back 21 and 22 right now I run an SP Matrix that I provide every single day another one of the free tools that you get every single day when you're rolling us at the Mayo Media Net. Again, just follow Patreon, Twitter, the Bluebird app, all that good stuff, and we'll get you ready. I run advanced statistical you know, baskets. Everything is compartmentalized and formatted so you can get an idea of what these matchups look like. And again, I have handed splits. The best place to look for daily play. Kikuchi really struggling against righties. 8.46 OPS, 3.65 WOBA, not looking really good. So we're looking for Yankees righties. Give me Judge. Give me DJ LM the Machine. Give me Glaber, Torres. Again, on that sheet. Hate to keep referencing it, but it's evolving every day. We're not just throwing names out there. We have settings. They have star rankings and prices even for jock market to help you make sure you're maximizing that efficiency. Next up, man, Martin Perez for the Rangers has been excellent the last two times out. I think he's gone 13 scoreless or one earned in his last 13. I don't know if I'm buying it against the Phillies' righties. In his past, he's also had some troubles. handed split against righties. 840 OPS, 358 Woba. I think we're going to be looking at the Phillies' righties to get back on track against Martin Perez. It's Castellanos, Reese Hoskins, Alec Baum. Next up, Kyle Hendricks, man. He's been the little girl with the curl either really really good or really really bad it's been up and down the White Sox starting to get it going but Hendricks has really struggled against lefties and sometimes it's just placement of the ball the ball doesn't break the right way instead of being able to get in on them right as a righty to get in on lefties he's got to come across the plate if the ball doesn't come all the way across the plate it ends up middle middle and ends up Deceits, that's what we'll be looking for We're looking for lefties today And I always like to have a couple players like this It's Gavin Sheets, Yosemite Grandel Not only, well, Grandel, we might need a catching spot If we're playing DFS I don't mean to rag DFS, I just don't think it's as good As Jock Market, and Jock Market, if you have One or two really good players You could profit On the entire venture. I think that's the simplest way to put it. In DFS. You can have 7 of 9 hits. And walk away a loser. So I don't think DFS has no place. I like to play winner take all. I mean to be honest. Isn't it winner take all anyway? Do you really want to finish in 18th place. And make 45 cents. No. I'd rather save that money. And be able to enter another contest. With another shot. To win it all. I've been playing these. I don't know. There's some cool ones out there. 9 bucks. Pretty affordable. I think you play 22 people. The winner gets 200 bucks. Something like that. Hey man, That's a nice little hit. You could play it. Every day, again, the name of the game here is sustainability. Everybody wants to bet the world and win every day. doesn't work that way. We've got to stay within ourselves. Yesterday, we lost again. Oh, well, big whoop. We lost .62 units or something like that, and it's just not a big deal. That's how you stay in the arena again. That's why I've got these black eyes. Last stack, we got the Brewers lefties against Vladimir Gutierrez. So we're looking for Yelich. To and Wong, Gutierrez has really, really struggled against lefties. Eight ninety-two OPS in his career, three seventy-eight team wOBA. So that's what we'll be looking for. Last wrap on the stats. One thing I wanted to get to is I know not everyone can play Jock Marker, though if you are able to, I really fully, fully endorse it. I took a twenty-dollar promo where I'm up over three K. I've been oscillating between like thirty-four and thirty-six hundred. to go up and down as you play. And that's kind of the name of the game. But there are no jackpots. So you don't have any huge losses. You don't have any huge wins. But you always were trying to like click up. You know, right? That's what we do here. That's how we keep the lights on. If you're going to dreamcast on winning jackpots, yes, you might. And this might be the place to help you do that. But in reality, we want to get better every single day. We want to be moving forward. And again, the door is open to DFS to hit those winner take alls while we are trying to grind out. 8, 10, 15, 20% profits on a daily. All right. Oh, sorry. Last thing on the stacks. Again, the people... Sorry, I get sidetracked sometimes. The people that can't play Jock Market. Any name we dropped is 1,000% viable as a total base play over one half a base. The better players, one and a half bases, then we're going to have to get to the odds. If you're getting plus 125, I'd say okay. And again, check out the sheet. I have this stuff on the sheet. A two-star rating is over one and a half bases. A one-star rating is over a half base. A three-star rating is generally a home run call, though I'm not really betting home runs right now. The odds haven't moved with the decrease in output. All right, so that'll do it for the stacks right now. Hop on the jock, market. down. That bad boy code is M-M-N, Mayo Media Net. All right, let's do some fantasy stuff, people. You know I love fantasy, and fantasy really is an interesting game because you always want to be working at it, but at the same time, you kind of need to be relaxed and let it play out and, you know, not overreact, but you also, you know, have to pay just enough attention. I think that's what I mean. So that's what we're going to do here. Every day we do just five or, you know, six minutes on fantasy. But Wednesdays in particular, we're doing the advanced statistical leaderboard looking ahead. Tomorrow we'll do the 10 and 12 home team league as we go across the whole, you know, spectrum, every position, and depth right so you know me this is just how I roll I'm not going to give you one shortstop and i to give you three or four shortstops right if person A is going to do big Johnny stud is going to overdo it. all right let's dive into some advanced statistics I have two pitcher stats and two hitter stats let's blow on throat hopefully this will help us learn something maybe identify a name or two. First thing we got here is whiff per swing something that again I like to use stats that you're not going to find on the general stat pages right you could find that stuff on your own I like to think if you're smart enough to listen to me you're smart enough to do that so so whiff per swing is a great metric to look for, kind of outliers. And at the top of the board, we see the best in the game. Burns, Giolito, McClanahan, Gaussman, Otani, Radon, Peralta. Yeah, pretty good list. Lazaro still up there. Don't worry about him. Sam Long, number four on the list. 39% whiff per swing. And all you do, it doesn't mean run and add him. It doesn't mean trade for him. It doesn't mean blow your brains out in fab. It means circle him. Down the list. Ryan, Scherzer, Dylan C, Garrett Cole, Hunter Green. So there you go. Hunter Green. Gotta be circled. He's probably owned. He might not be in 10, maybe even some 12. A guy we need. To circle, Patrick Sandoval, Kyle Wright, there's some legitimacy. How about Kyle Gibson? Never really thought of his swing and miss, with per swing. The new cutter and stuff is working, so keep an eye on Kyle Gibson. You might be able to kind of, I think people, this is an interesting one, it might be thought of as buying high, right, because he's doing really well. You're not going to have to pay ace prices, and the person you're getting Gibson from might be thinking that they just sold high, when in reality, you're looking for a you know, back-end starter, four or five in 12-team leagues, seven, eight, nine in 15-team leagues, He's probably in every week starter in 15, and you get to... The- you know, pick and choose your spots in 12s. I think uh, Kyle Gibson, totally viable. Down the list, Pablo Lopez, then Chad Cool. The reason I say it like that is because we identified Chad Cool last week as one of those guys being on this list, and he's been great since. I suggest you add him. Again, 12-team leagues can be tough playing for Colorado, but when you get away starts, or if he has a really weak opposition at home, I think you could start him. He looks phenomenal. Lots of swing and miss there, over 30%. Really that benchmark. Bottom of the list, all guys we want to be looking at let's wrap it up with Eric Lauer who the world has now turned on to no surprise Milwaukee's a pitching factory Nick Martinez and Matt Brash Nick Martinez and Matt Brash in particular might be available circle those names we can dive into them a bit more at another time But this is how you find the diamonds in the rough all right let's get over to XWOBA A really great amalgamated stat which is skewed but that doesn't mean that we can't use the number it just means the precise number might not carry the same value that it once did however the spectrum still matters right being the best and being the worst still matters because the change the variable has been applied consistently to everyone so though the numbers and their way they correlate to regular statistics and if you're interested in that my podcast cork stats individual podcast Check it out. You can rate, review, subscribe to that bad boy. Had Matt Modica on there. I ran all the correlations for all the X stats. And guess what? They're not as valuable as you may think when being applied apples to apples. But if you're using them on a scale, they're absolutely fine. Let's get into the list. Right at the top, Alex, can a cob of corn. Man, I love Alex Cobb. He just got annihilated. See if you could pick him up. See if you could trade for him. Maybe people think, oh, he's hurt. He's not any good. You never start anybody the first time off the aisle. Let that start go. Nobody cares. Nestor Cortez, legit. Dylan Cease, Rodone, Kershaw, Sandoval, right. Sam Long, again, stop the presses and now why does this matter it's not just because there are two advanced statistics it's because there are two advanced statistics that tell us different things with per swing right is a swing and miss kind of strikeout metric Xwoba is a contact metric and that's why i like to break up stats into baskets because they might give us a different idea I meaning sometimes you'll hear people say he leads in battle rate and he leads in hard hit rate those two things are extremely similar it doesn't tell us that much adding the second stat but to know that a pitcher not only reduces the quality of contact, but also right, gets swings and misses, those are two totally different things. Because you can get a ton of swing and miss, but when the, the ball is struck, it's in the seats. This is a totally different thing. This is the ball is being swung and missed at, and when it's being hit, is being hit weakly. So there's a little bit of application for you. Go after Sam Long, I think, right now. I haven't even really done the dive-in, but it seems like if you have free agency pickups, pick them up now and worry about it later. We know the Giants are a pitching factory as well. If you have a bench spot, I'm not sure about the rotational right now, but, you know, everyone's always a day away, right? Cobb was just out, could be back. Rodon's got issues. It never hurts to hold the guy that you think could have a big impact Zach Allen Chris Paddock here we go Chris Paddock and the Sheriff I'm looking to add the Sheriff to my teams I'm looking to trade for him Martin Perez it's been his calling card to that really weak contact all year he doesn't have the strikeout stuff you won't find him on the left list but he's been okay I'm not really buying into it just yet he had two starts that were mad to start and two starts that were good I'm just not ready to buy it yet. I'm going after Perez today. I don't think he's going to get smoked, but I do think he'll lose. Let's wrap up this list. Manoa, Syndergaard, Musgrove, Michaelis. Miles Michaelis, again, known for weak contact. He looks excellent. You're going to have a hard time prying him away from the owner. Aaron Noah, Dylan Bundy, Corbin Burns, Verlander, Scherzer, and Otani. So, you know, oh, Dylan Bundy kind of stuck out there, though. Really kind of big test for him today. We'll maybe talk about that in just a few minutes. So there's a little bit of the pitching advanced leaderboard and a couple names to keep an eye on, right? So let's look for Sammy Long. Let's keep an eye on him for sure and maybe look to add a guy like Kyle Gibson. And, of course, I don't think you'll be able to pry Eric Lauer. But, hey, tires. You never know because I do think he's legit. Again, if you think... You can get an owner that's like, oh boy, I'm selling high and I'm kind of making out of this. That's what you want to do. You don't always have to buy low. You don't always have to buy depreciating assets. You could buy things on the way up and look for a continuation of the breakout. All right, let's get into some hitter stats DHH and blast rate. These are not stats you generally see, and that's what we're doing here. The context and the nuance you get the cork stats. DHH is a combination of exit velocity and Launch angle, so it's kind of like expected woba, but it's without the sprint speed. I'm not really looking for that because I think we have enough issues with the ball being changed. At the top, no shock, Byron Buxton after that, Patrick Wisdom, right? They keep rolling this guy out there. He keeps getting opportunities, lots of strikeouts, but the batted ball quality is amazing. I wouldn't play him in Roto, but he is a guy I have rostered in point leagues, right? When he's getting... A full company game. games You're going to play all week. You get the handedness going on. You could play Patrick Wisdom. Not too many surprises here Gallo, Snow, Trout, Harper Judge, Schwaber Stanton. You know, Robert Soto, Brian Anderson. So those are the names you want to be looking for, especially in deeper leagues, guys that are making good contact. Right now, offense is really tough. Right? So we might not even react to that initially, maybe a year or two ago. Right now, that kind of is just enough. Is just enough of a spotlight to take a look at Brian Anderson. Then Julio Rodriguez. How about that, man? He's going to get a bad rap. He's getting, uh, you know, punched out on those looking keys. I think that will turn around. Eugenio Suarez. I was a huge... I do like Suarez. I bought into the... It wasn't just changes we saw, but it was kind of a return to what we had seen in the past. So, I do like Suarez. Again, probably more of an OPS guy. I'm not looking to mess with the average in roto. Kepler, Aronado, Jock Peterson, Guerrero Jr., Brandon Lau, Kike Hernandez, Rizzo, Carrero. Daniel Vogelback, another guy who's, we've been mentioned. He's getting mentioned every single week, all the time on this show, because he keeps coming up on the lineup show. He comes up on the roster show during the week. He's leading off. He's playing every day. Daniel Vogelback must be owned in 12-team leagues. So if you get him as a U or a CI, first, I don't know if he's really a first baseman. I don't think we're quite there yet. But he's got to be a CI and a U, particularly in kind of, you know, deployment-based weeks. All right, over to the other side is Blastrate. If you're unfamiliar, excuse me, <clears throat> with Blastrate. Blasts are the ideal subset of barrels. So it's the barrel of barrels, the Cadillac of barrels, if you're from my neck of the woods. And you know, these things matter because as the ball has changed, we've seen X stats be affected the way I kind of mentioned. And that's one of those things. We're having balls, because of the rise in EV at the point of contact, end up being labeled barrels that are not having that impact. Alright, blast rate. Again, a lot of the usual suspects for the audio only listeners. You don't need 30 of the same names. Gallo, Buxton, there's Wisden, Stanton, Schwarber, Trout, Rowdy Telez. That's a guy we want to be looking at. I think the playing time has been a touch spotty for Telez, but he's certainly the next guy up in Milwaukee. They have a lot of injury risk on the team. Nothing's materialized yet, but like Lorenzo Kane and Christian Yelich, Urias is back. That's going to hurt Telez in the infield. But again, I think he's right next up. Keep an eye on Harper, Ryan Jeffers. I really like to hit to one Ryan Jeffers from a catcher. You don't get much from catchers. Keep an eye on Jeffers. He might be a 12 team viable guy, right? And he's one of the reasons why it kind of hurts you if you draft Sal Perez or JT Rio and they're not great. You can't drop them and then you can't add this new guy. Austin Riley, Sean Murphy. More catchers on the board. So again, more, you know, kind of um, disparaging paying up for catchers. And I think that argument holds less water in. Um, Roto, I think in Roto, I think you need the catcher because a lot of times they come with plate appearances and average. Where in point leagues, you can kind of stream for the home run and that'll do it. I mean, like quite literally, if you have a catcher hit one home run during a the week, they're probably viable in point leagues. So keep an eye on the power hitting catchers for point leagues. Love those guys, uh, Murphy and. Uh, Let's go back to the list. Garrett Cooper on this list. You know, right? There's some names that you're just not really thinking about. Maybe in terms of power. So Brian Anderson, Garrett Cooper, a little bit of Miami love right there. Keep an eye on those guys. Garrett Cooper's playing all the time. Miami's been a bit up and down on offense, but I think opportunity plus skill. Garrett Cooper should be owned. 12 teams, he's probably right on the bubble, but it depends. I mean, we have guys that are in the tank. So I'm not like talking about dropping stars, but I think you do need to sit them and get offense while you can. Part of that's coming from Garrett Cooper, CJ Kron beast, Aaron Judge, Christian Walker Castellano, Sal Perez, Rizzo Brandon Marsh, Brandon Marsh look Adele got demoted, Brandon Marsh looks really really good, should be added gotta be on teams and Paven Smith hit a home run off Trevor Rogers yesterday again not really quite there on in 12 teams but these are the watch list guys and I think that's still a pretty good service that you can do to your fantasy team is at least know the very next guys up or if you have an injury these are the guys, kind of guys that you could plug in because they're putting up really really legit numbers and if these numbers start to wane then you, you do the easy cut thing baseball is a game of recency fantasy at least right now i like point leagues you know it's about the ebbs and flows the side waves you got to get while the getting is good all right let's dive into the betting board i got a little parlay here yeah i've got three plus money plays here the parlays have lost two days in a row but that's fine right point 10 units a day, and we're looking at plus 500, or better, today is plus 1,000, which, I don't know how that happened, I just picked my three favorite things, I don't, you know, I don't marry myself to this, like, I'm not trying to construct something that you'll like, I'm not trying to tell you what you're going to want to hear, I look at the board, I look at the notes, remember, this is the first of parlay, I haven't, like, run the algo with all the filters and the notes and everything, that hasn't happened yet, things take a lot of time, I work right up to first pitch, and that's why I suggest, you know, you check us out on Twitter and on Patreon you could just follow it up, and a lot of times I don't go against these picks, but you may see adjustments, you may see one of the picks turn into an F5, or maybe a run line turn into a money line, you know, or just something like that, because again, life's about being malleable. First one on the list, we got Baltimore, I think they're going to win this one outright, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, people just never feel like bad teams win, but this is baseball, baby, I really like the youngster, Kyle Bradish, he looked, really, looked kind of he looked excellent last time out, and he had been downright filthy this year minor leagues included up against Dylan Bundy four touchdowns poke high don't get me wrong he has been good first start he struggled a touch but I think with the plus money I think I'm liking the Orioles I mentioned short F5 I just got my eye on some of those bullpen stats I mean listen it's a cool parlay for a dime if I were going to put a full unit on this one right so if you're going to separate these plays it, I please take Baltimore as an F five and don't look for it. I still think they win. I'm not like backpedaling on the win. I do think they'll get it. I think Braddish is better than Bundy. I think. Baltimore offense is going to look to get it done. I believe Minnesota is also really struggled. They haven't been uh, great against righties, and they haven't seen this kid. He's really deceptive with the fastball. So I think Baltimore will get it done today against Minnesota, who's super hot. But again, those streaks just don't last forever. And that's really one of the best ways to get in trouble in baseball, is thinking Yankees win every day, Toronto's win every day, Dodgers win every day. Just not how it goes. When you have pitching, that's when you go with The underdogs. Next up, Philadelphia. I got them covering the spread today. Um, Philly is at home, we mentioned that against Martin Perez and the Rangers Zach Wheeler is back, he looked really good last night, he did walk a few guys, but we gotta give him time to get back, right, he had the discomfort, that I'm not really worried about the injury so much as it threw off his routine, getting ready for the season, so what I'm getting at is, I I truly believe what we're seeing is still part of the ramp up, and we got six scoreless, he threw 90 pitches, and he didn't give up any runs, so he's gonna be fine, the walks I think will correct and Texas is awful against right-handed pitching. I mean, they're exactly one of the reasons why you really need to be splitting these offenses up. Because you look at Texas, go, oh, good offense. They're the best against lefties. They're the worst against righties. So I think Philly gets it done. The bullpen's rested. I think they'll get it done. Not buying the Texas offense against righties. Like I said, give me Philly in the plus money to cover the one and a half. Last up, it's the White Sox going against the Cubbies. So we got the Chicago versus Chicago matchup battling for the hearts and minds of those in the windy the city, we have the distinct pitching matchup in this one Kyle Hendricks not really buying against my boy Lucas Giolito I think the White Sox really just have a three phase edge I wonder if the public is still buying into the Chicago Cub offense which came out of the box so very hot right they do say that Muhammad Ali actually used to talk about that during his fights and he'd say that's why he used to come out with a flurry and end with a flurry because it's human nature to be remember the beginning and the end and just piece together right kind of bridge the gap in the middle so it's very possible Chicago Chicago Cubs' offense stinks right now. They really stink. I I don't know why this game is as close as it is. So I think you could play this one standalone, minus 135. But I'm going for the cover in the plus 135. We're going for the whole kit and caboodle. Baltimore Orioles with the win. Philly to cover up. The Pale Hose from Chi-Town White Sox to cover up those baby bears. Risking tenth of a unit to win the full you dog baby. You know, that's what I like. So we're going to look for the big payday. And if you don't hit it, you don't hit it. But that's why the risk is so very important. Last lesson, before we go out of here, it's our job to control the things we can control. To worry about the things we can control. To focus on the things that we can control and not do anything with the rest. So, in conclusion... Risk management is the key. We don't throw the ball. We don't swing the bat. We don't control the outcome. We do control the inputs. Bet small. If you find yourself worried, pacing, upset, sick to your stomach, these are all natural human reactions. I'm not not demeaning you for this. I'm really not, not trying to come down on you for this. I'm just saying if it happens, right? Objective, ideal in the realities. If you find yourself worried when you lose bet less please and if you find yourself having already bet too much and needing feeling the need to catch back up that has to be eliminated it doesn't work that way we're going to make money over time it might not happen this week it might not happen this month it might not happen this half and that makes me sick to my stomach knowing that but I don't let it affect me I'm here every day up before the crack of dawn (laughs) heee big smile on my face full of energy i'm happy i love life i love you i love my family i love baseball i love america i love everything man enjoy this, enjoy it, enjoy it, and it's also why when I'm not betting, I like to spend my time on things that fulfill me, and I miss my work, and I come back to it happy and looking, you know, to grind the stone again, win or lose, so, you know, we're off two days of losses, it's always a good time to talk about how to lose, anybody can win, it's very easy to win, right, winning is very easy, and it's part of the allure of betting, but it is the losing that separates the wheat from the chaff, the children from the adults, the professionals from the amateur. So all right, everybody. You got your stacks. You got your fantasy advanced board. You got your bets. Remember Yankees, righties, Phillies, righties, White Sox, lefties, brewers, lefties. Get up in the jock market. They'll go over seven fifty for anybody. We're paying five dollars for basically all those guys. Three fifty for Juan Telez Grandal and Sheets. You got your bets, right? We got Baltimore. We got Phillies and we got the White Sox. We are on our way to the cashier window, everybody. Thanks so much for picking up. We're Putting down rate, review, subscribe, download the Jack Market app, use the code MMN Mayo Media Net, get the hundred bucks for free and hit me up. I'm gonna get you paid doing what we do, baby. Me, you, the Cork Stats crew. Woo! I catch you on the flip side, everyone. Enjoy the games, enjoy your day. When we're done with the book, enjoy that pay. Come on, tell me when you work this hard. Don't it feel a lot less like luck? Damn right, yo. Peace.